0: Hello, I'm Julia Marchari alexander Executive Director of the Walters Art Museum, and you're listening to Open Access, a monthly segment inspiring connections between you and the art on view at the Walters. My guest today is Joe Briggs, the Jenny Walters Delano Associate Curator of 18th and 19th century art at the Walters. She's here with me today to share her insights on Designing the New, Charles Rennie McIntosh and the Glasgow Style, a traveling exhibition now on view at the Walters Art Museum. We're especially pleased to be the first US Museum to show and to give Baltimore the first look at this exquisite exhibition, which has been organized by the American Federation of Arts and the Glasgow Museums. Joe, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. So tell me, who was Charles Reddy Macintosh and what exactly is the Glasgow style? So
1: Macintosh was a Scottish architect, designer and artist. He was born in 1868 in Glasgow. And in his 20s, he was learning how to be an architect. And he had a friend called James Herbert McNair, And in this decade, they met two fellow students at the Glasgow School of Art, and those were the sisters Frances and Margaret MacDonald. This really kind of sparked something in Macintosh, and it became a meeting of the minds. And these two men and women became nicknamed the Four. And they began an artistic dialogue that really lasted through the rest of their lives. So soon after they met, Macintosh began to kind of get outside of his comfort zone and do some experimentation. And the new forms that he came up with became the so-called Glasgow style. And I should also mention this was a little bit of a romantic uh, foursome as well. So McNair married Frances MacDonald and the following year McIntosh married her her sister Margaret. So the first place that you really see the Glasgow style emerge, and it's the first place you see it in our exhibition, is with four uh, really huge posters. And they're very large and striking works. They're characterized by stretched out lines, they were even called figures conceived on the gas pipe model because they are so stretched out and strange looking and they're combined with these really interesting stylized plant forms and those kinds of elements, those stretched out lines, those organic forms would really become uh, central to the Glasgow style and how it developed in the years to come. I think a sort of interesting way to think about it is the farthest north outpost of Art Nouveau in Britain, um, not known for its Art Nouveau style, but in Glasgow it really became a hotbed for the promotion of that way of looking
0: at things. So how did Charles Rennie Mackintosh and these other four artists and all of those who were part of that uh, movement, how did these architects and designers connect to Baltimore and the Walters? Tell us a little bit more about why this exhibition in this city and in our museum.
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. And I think it's it's really interesting to think about Glasgow and Baltimore together. They really enjoyed prosperity as ports and industrial cities at around the same time, so in the late 19th century. And there was really a sense uh, of kind of civic pride and making sure that the artists and the industries that those cities produced were the best they could possibly be. And really that, at the time, was thought to come out of art education, so needing really great museums and really great libraries so that students could study and learn from the art of the past. And so I see a little bit of a parallel between MICA, the Maryland Institute College of Art, and the Glasgow School of Art, which were kind of experimenting with arts and crafts movement styles at around the same time. And I think there's also a really nice connection between the historic objects that inspired Macintosh and the Waters collection. And I sort of want to give a mention to my colleague, Lindley Herbert, who's the curator of rare books and manuscripts, because she's put together an installation of books drawing on objects at the Waters called From Mooka to Morris. And so I often think the Waters, we're very well known for our Tiffany and Lalique jewellery, but I think some of the books that Henry Waters collected from the early twentieth century are less well known. So we're putting on this installation to
0: coincide with the Macintosh exhibition and show those those links. I know also that 2019 and 2020 mark the 100th anniversary of women's suffrage, not only in this country, but also in Western Europe. In thinking about doing this exhibition, we saw an opportunity to reveal the important roles that women played in making the artistic production of what might be now known as kind of the Macintosh brand Mm -hmm. um, successful. I wonder if you can talk a little bit more about how we reveal these women who really have been hidden under the Charles Rennie Macintosh label.
1: (laughs) That's very true. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the exciting things about designing the new is that it's really a story about artistic collaboration. And there are so many inspirational women among those who surrounded Macintosh. Most centrally, as already mentioned, we have the sisters Frances and Margaret MacDonald. And towards the end of his life, Macintosh wrote in a letter to Margaret, remember you are half, if not three quarters of all my architectural work. And in fact, it's often really hard now to tell which parts of an architectural project are by Charles Rennie Macintosh and which are by his wife, Margaret. Just to mention, there there are a lot of women artists in this show, but another really inspiring one is Anne Macbeth. And we have books, ceramics, and textiles by her in the exhibit. She was a student at the Glasgow School of Art and then a very influential teacher working across media. Uh, she also campaigned to get women the vote and engaged in militant action. In 1912, she went to prison. And she was even force-fed for her political beliefs. And it's interesting how often the suffrage colors of purple, white, and green come up in some of these textiles uh, and designs. It's like a little subliminal message to people about
0: votes for women. Maybe not so subtle. Maybe not. (laughs) So I wonder if you can just tell me quickly about one or two of your favorites. Oh, sure. It's tough to choose. There's really a
1: lot of amazing things in this show. Um, I love that we have a restroom door in the exhibition. I'm pretty sure that is a Walter's first. Uh, it really shows Macintosh's attention to detail that he was even working on the basement gentleman's restroom at the Ingram Street Tea Rooms. Um, But I think my favorite piece is probably one of uh, Margaret MacDonald's works. And this was for the same tea room. She created it around 1900 and it's called The May Queen. It's the largest piece in the exhibition. It's around 14 foot wide and the figures are almost life size. I I love it because it looks very pretty. Uh, It's this kind of, you know, scene of a maypole with two figures holding ribbons and then the may queen in the center Um, it's full of these curved lines that we associate with the glasgow style but when you get up close to it you realize it's way more complicated than that so it's actually painted on this really rough burlap the surface is very um wrought with these little tin shapes that look almost like seashells and then you have beads and pieces of string attached to the surface. So even though it looks very pretty and romantic from a distance, there's a very kind of forceful and rough aspect to it, which is really surprising. And we've hung it very low in the exhibit so you can get really close and really appreciate uh, just how crafted the surface is.
0: Well, I know that our listeners will be very excited to see all these things up close at the Walters. And thank you so much, Joe, for speaking to me about this extraordinary exhibition.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Julia.
0: You can learn more about the exhibition, Designing the New, Charles Rennie Mackintosh and the Glasgow Style, and the complimentary rotation of Art Nouveau books, from Mucha to Morris, by visiting us online at thewalters.org. For the Walters, I'm Julia Marchari alexander inviting you to come see art in new ways at the Walters Art Museum, where admission is always free. Open Access is produced for WYPR by the Walters Art Museum.